What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Brand and Shred podcast. I am your host, Josh Pitts, and in this podcast, we're going to be bringing you some of the top social media experts, influencers, leaders, and professionals from around the globe to share with you how they have built their personal brand and how it's helping them be successful and sharing with you how you can do the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? It is time to shred. What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another weekly edition of Brand and Tread. As you can see, it is just me this week, which I intentionally planned because I've been, I thought about bringing a guest on with me to talk about this subject, but I felt like it would be a little more personal, a little bit more impactful. If I just did this with myself, I'm sure I will have somebody in the future that I'll actually I'll have a discussion with and we'll share a little bit more. But I wanted to, this one has been weighing on my mind a lot recently. And I've been seeing a lot of different examples of this. I've been seeing people talk about this or as a matter of fact, not talk about it, especially when it comes to mortgage and real estate. I've been seeing some other people, especially Gary Vaynerchuk. Actually, a lot of this conversation comes from a podcast that I listened to of him recently talk about this subject. And I felt like it resonated so well with me and to everybody out there listening. And it really applies to Brandon Shred. This podcast, when we first set out on this journey of creating Brandon Shred, it is to bring you every single week opportunities and knowledge and expertise when it comes to building your brand, when it comes to marketing, which we'll get into a lot more. This show is specifically designed to talk about marketing versus sales. So if you're listening to this today, I hope you share this. If you're in marketing in particular, if you're in some type of marketing role, or if you're a, if you're a, a, a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, and you you know marketing, you know you need to have sales. Yes, they coincide, but there's a huge difference between the two. And I'm going to be talking about that today. I'm going to be sharing a lot of what I've learned in the past and share what I've learned from others and share some of the best tactics, some of the best things when it comes to marketing versus sales. So again, if you're in marketing in particular, buckle up, sit down, and I'd love for you to be part of this discussion. So if you're listening to it, comment below uh, on your thoughts of this. But again, I'm sharing this from what we have seen. As an, uh, the number one attention impact agency, we really help companies. So many companies in particular see that marketing and sales are the same thing, and they're not. Even though they know, even in, the, in their discussions, they may say they're two different things. A lot of times, marketing teams, so I feel for you, all you marketers out there, I feel for you, I understand, because a lot of times you have like executives or, or boards or kind of coming top down, people pushing us and trying to drive sales, which again, we all know that is the lifeblood of all businesses. We have to have sales. We have to have revenue to continue to keep the doors open. That totally makes sense, but we can't confuse that there is a stark difference between marketing efforts and sales efforts. And again, that's what we're going to get into today. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And as always, we'll end this interview again. This one is just me. And again, I wanted to share this one because there's a lot of differencing in opinion in this. And I'm going to share a lot of things that, again, I've learned, I've experienced growing multiple businesses, marketing for companies, sales. I am a salesman at heart. I'm an originator. Like we all have that sales mentality, which again, why I want to have this discussion just me today, because I want to share with you. I want to help everybody succeed. And I may get a little bit brash in this. I may call some people out, not in, not in, or directly, but I want, 
I want to see the companies, I want to see the organizations, I want to see individuals thrive. And now more than ever is the time we need to be taking advantage of. Now we need to be doing these practices more than ever because if we're not doing them, we're going to miss a, a gigantic opportunity. I mean, I can't even begin to explain. When people first started seeing the internet, and it's early stages when the you know when the dot com boom started to happen in the late nineties, early two thousands. People people were, literally were fighting the internet. They're like, no, this is a fad. The internet when it was all that, like when that was still a thing back then. People still pushed against it, and they said, no, the world of sale, like the world of online business, will never be a thing. People will still want to come to you know my store. They'll want to come to the. Uh, I'm trying to think of one. What was that big electronic store back in the day, other than Best Buy? Why can I not think of the name? But there, there have been stores. There have been gigantic companies that have gone out of business purely because look at the Amazon model. They started as an online book selling company, and now they're the number one retailer in the world, ladies and gentlemen. So it just goes to show. That change, I know we're all scared of it. It makes us nervous, which is okay. As human beings, it's okay to be a little bit timid. It's okay to be a little bit nervous, maybe even a little bit scared going into it. But that doesn't mean we have to push it aside. That doesn't mean we ignore it. That means we learn about it. We do our due diligence and we we take it head on because change is inevitable. Like I, I, I share this a lot. If you're not willing to change and adapt, you are going to get left behind. The, num the, the number one constant in all of our lives is change. And yes, it is uncomfortable. And yes, it may not be easy sometimes, but it's those who are willing to change and to adapt and to to see the future, they're the ones who thrive. Look at some of the companies that we see too. Like I said, like I said, Amazon, Nike, some of these companies that are adopting the new age of marketing and sales and of branding, they're the ones who absolutely dominate in their space. Another one is Tesla. Look at what Elon Musk has done with Tesla. So there's just so many examples of, of, of incredible companies. So let's get into the stark differences because that's what this show in particular, this brand and trend is all designed for. And again, this does go with your brand because a lot of people are asking, I've got this question a lot of us, you know, what is, what is building my brand actually like what is that going to give me? How is that going to help my bottom line? How is it going to help increase ROI? And that's where I want to start with this conversation is because sometimes we are so focused, especially as marketing like organizations or marketing teams, we're so driven and so pushed that our marketing efforts have to increase our bottom line. How much, you know, what was the ROI of this campaign? What was the ROI of creating content and, and getting our brand recognition you know, more and more relevant within the space. And this is what we have to stop thinking in this way. Again, I know that it's absolutely, we don't want to just throw away money. We don't want to just burn money. Money is everything. Cash, cash is king. And if we have it, we can continue to thrive. But these, these things all play a part. They all build on one another. Marketing efforts is just an opportunity. So let's kind of define the two. Marketing is the opportunity that you have to go and get your brand recognition, to, to build trust, to build an audience that, like Amazon, they have done an incredible job building trust. Are they perfect? No, of course not. But your brand, your marketing efforts is to build that trust, that respect, of your audience, of your client, whether it's B2B, whether it's B2C, it doesn't matter. Your marketing efforts is creating the content. It's telling the story. It's crafting the narrative. That's what marketing is all about. It's really getting people to be like, oh yeah, Nike, of course. Oh yeah, Amazon. Oh yeah, Shred. Oh yeah, XYZ Mortgage or whatever it is or whatever FinTech or MoreTech or whatever, whatever your product sales is, it's 
mark your marketing efforts are just to create that relationship. It's just to continue to create brand recognition. And as you've heard me talk about, it takes between seven to, to 10 times of somebody actually seeing your marketing efforts, your content before they decide to sell or be sorry, before they decide to buy something from you. So continuing to put out content. And I just laugh because I hear so many companies, what they'll do is they'll go hire a marketing team or they'll go hire an outside marketing firm. And they're going to say, okay, you know, we're going to put on this campaign for the next you know three to four weeks and it's going to do great and uh you know we'll 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 take a look at we'll reevaluate we'll look at how this campaign did three to four weeks even a month three months four months is not enough time some of our clients that we work with in the past even six months that's just beginning guys i've been doing this for years shred's been around for three years and we're still cranking out content like it's our job because it is but literally companies need to start recognizing marketing organizations need to start recognizing this is not a short-term play building a brand marketing is a long-term goal this is something you should be planning for years looking at ways to engage with your audience engage with clients this is something that takes time and ultimately as you continue to create that content as you continue to market as you continue to really educate your audience because that's what marketing plays there's there's a couple of things that i really see when it comes to marketing you're trying to educate you're trying to entertain you're trying to you're again you're trying to catch the attention of your audience whether it's b2b or b2c it's it's one and the same you're trying to catch the attention of that audience and then you're trying to again build that trust and that relationship with them over time now let's bring sales into it because we haven't really defined sales up to this point sales in particular sales is that product that service at the end of the game all your marketing efforts you are trying to get your uh, or your client your consumer your customer to ultimately buy from you whatever they're buying that is the sales process whether you have a sales team and again the two of them are absolutely critical pieces to the puzzle you have a marketing team that's stirring up the attention then the sales team that's doing the closing of it they're the ones who are reaching out and, and again they're equally important sometimes we put more like weight like no our sales team like again we've got to close the deal i argue that the opposite your marketing team is much more critical if your marketing team does a really good job educating, entertaining, really letting the audience know, or your client or consumer know what, what it is that you do, crafting that narrative, that story, the sales team, it's just a simply a matter of taking your credit card, taking the information so they can make the sale at the end of the day. That's again, they work hand in hand, but they are very, very, very different. Thus, why I tell people marketing, if done right, you should be spending way more money on marketing, way more money on those efforts than you do on sales. Sales will just come as you put as you put the right efforts and you focus on the right things when it comes to marketing. In times like this, especially in the mortgage industry, where people are talking about margin compression, where people are talking about, oh, it's going to be a rough year in 2022 because you know everybody was fat and happy in 2020, 2021, which was very, very true. Companies made money hand over fist and organizations did as well. But this next year, companies should be focused way on marketing. Absolutely, marketing should be an a critical piece. And if you and your team have even heard the words of where your, you know, top-down executive are saying, well, we need to cut back on marketing, tell them they're wrong. And if they and if and if they hear this or if they if if you are trying to tell them and you're scared, send them this and say, hey, shred this guy, Josh, who does this for a living, is telling you like 100 percent And it's not just me. Look at the top marketing. And of course, marketing, well, of course, marketing agents are going to tell us or agencies are going to tell us we need to spend more money on marketing because that's their that's their business model. No. 
data and evidence speaks for itself. If you're really focused on marketing when times are down because other companies are pulling back, it just gives you another opportunity to be in front of their audience. It gives you an opportunity to continue to build market share and get more eyeballs now more than ever. These companies that say, well, you know, we just don't have the budget. We had to back off. And it's like I said, especially in mortgage and real estate, that's one of the first budgets to get cut. And I think it's crazy. Great examples of this. Look at some of the companies that are thriving and some companies that I guarantee you're going to see the, the companies who want to dominate in 2022, they're going to up their marketing budget. They're going to cut their sales because again, they know that if they do the right, if they're creating the right content, if they're spending the right efforts on marketing, sales are just going to come. If they're staying in front of their audience, educating them, entertaining them, getting the trust and respect of that audience, they're going to win. Great example of this. People are going to get all mad about me, but look at Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage's spend on marketing is absolutely astronomical, but there's a reason they continue to do the numbers that they do is because they do a great job on spending and staying in front of their audience. There's other examples of that, but when it comes to mortgage in particular, they're one of the best examples. People I know, I'm not a rocket advocate here. I'm not trying to say that by any means. I'm just sharing a great example. I've shared Amazon. I've shared Tesla. I've shared Nike, Costco. These are all great examples of people who have done a really good job. Now, some people may even argue the Costco point, but that's for another uh, another day and another argument. But Trust me, knowing and having ties to the inner workings, they do a really good job with it. Their marketing is just a little bit different. So with that coming back and coming, bringing this back before I get on, on a tangent, which I love because this is my show and I can literally talk about anything I want, but coming back to sales, again, your sales team is crucial to the process. It's You have to have that part of it, but that sales team, again, they are the closers. We hear about that all the time. They're the ones who at the end of the day, they really are coming back and they're supporting the marketing team. They say, hey, you know, you've seen as, as our client, as our audience, you've seen all this, you, you are educated. What final questions can I, can I answer before, for you before we make this deal happen? And again, there should be very, very few questions that they have. Maybe there's a few minute, minute details. But again, if your marketing team has done a good job, it's just a simple process. It's absolutely it works like butter. It's absolutely smooth and it's, it's incredible. But my main thing that I wanted to share with everybody today is there is a very stark difference between the two. They, yes, they do complement each other, but marketing now more than ever has to take a precedence. And a lot of companies out there, they may not even know where to start. They may say, well, Josh, where do I start? Give me some examples. And I share all the time. The reason Shred Media, we do what we do is we help clients craft that story. We help them. And I'm not just pitching myself here. I'm not pitching what we do. I'm sharing with, I'm giving you the recipe. We do what we do because so many companies, number one, they're scared to do it. Like I mentioned in the very beginning, they're worried. They don't know where to begin with it. How do you start a podcast? How do you create a show? How do you start in creating that content to engage with the audience? And some of the, some companies out there, they don't want to do it. Like I said, because fear of the unknown or fear of, of trying to di divert even more attention and even more resources from mar their marketing or sales efforts. That's why we do what we do. It is absolutely crucial. If you wanted to make more, like if you want to make more noise and get more attention in 2022, the best thing that you could do is literally find your absolute, like who is your best client? Who is the, your absolute diamond in the rough? Who is that client that you want to get their attention of? Who do you really want to just, I mean, just 
shock and awe this next year. The best thing you could do is invite them to be on a podcast with you and talk about how your product, your service, whatever it is, complements their business. Talk about their business, what they're doing in this next year to just absolutely dominate. You want to really, again, you want to really get their attention, invite them to be on a podcast. Come on our podcast with us and talk about and share the ideas of how your companies complement one another. Not about you. Don't try to sell yourself on this. Talk about them. Talk about what they're doing, their initiatives, how their company, again, is thriving, how they're benefiting the community. That will absolutely get the attention of your of your top clients, your top tier, the, the people that you've had in your pipeline forever. And you say, I want to close this deal. And this goes all the way top down, ladies and gentlemen. If you're an originator, if you're a loan officer, and you really want to catch the attention of a big, like a big realtor or a big real estate agent, you, you say, you know what? I'm going to start a show. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to invite them to be on. I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to talk about how they're one of the top agents in Salt Lake City or in Utah or whatever it may be. Play to their ego. Play to their play to their strengths. And some people may not be comfortable with it, but those who are really like who understand what you're doing, they're going to see that as valuable. How many other people have invited them to be on a podcast? <coughs> Excuse me. Nobody has. That's why you inviting them to be on a podcast, them inviting them to be on a show, you're helping promote them. You're helping them grow their business. They're going to see that as one of the most valuable things that you could ever do for them. Thus, why you're doing it. That If you did nothing else but just that in marketing for 2022, that will begin to absolutely change. I, I promise you, nothing else. If all you are doing is reaching out to your top clients and having a conversation with them saying, hey, come join us on our show. Come join us on our podcast. If you don't know how to set one up, reach out to us. We can help with that. We can help you guide through that. Or like I said, hey, as our platform, yeah, I'm plugging myself here on this one, but I, we don't do it enough. Some people still ask to this day, what the heck does Shred do? That's what we do. We help clients. We help them engage with their clients on a completely different level, not a webinar, not just, you know, this or that. We actually help them craft that story and have an incredibly engaging conversation, an incredibly valuable conversation with the clients they're trying to like, they're trying to sell. There you go. So that one thing, if you were just to have conversations and discussions, plus that's valuable to your audience. If you're bringing on somebody sharing how you, the two companies partnership and the collaboration are more valuable together, other people, other organizations are going to see that. They're going to be like, wow, I didn't know like that's what that company did. That's what that product could help us with. Well, if it helps this other company, it can help us as well. And again, it's not a pitch fest. You're having a valuable conversation on how two entities, on two companies, two parties are coming together. And as one, they're better, they're stronger. Thus, we're going to see so many more partnerships and collaborations in this next year, which again, marketing efforts, ladies and gentlemen, this entire conversation, marketing and sales, this is what it's all about. As you market, as you are creating this content to capture that attention, you will see more sales. Those opportunities will come more and more and more. So that's what I wanted to share. That's I've even uh, my goal was 12 minutes and we've gone way over that. But I wanted this is such a critical element of all businesses growth in 2022 and in the future. Right now, more than ever, marketing efforts, we have to focus on them. We have to be putting more time, more dedication, and we have to be having these discussions. So many people are just are. And if you're in a marketing organization, and I know there are out there because I've had conversations with many of you, if you're in an organization where top down is pushing you for driving sales, driving sales, send them this. Say, hey, we really need to be focusing on marketing efforts. We need to tell our story. We need to craft. We really need to let people know who we are. What is this story? What is this narrative that we want people to know? 
as you share that, I promise, if you're just focusing on product, price, sales, this, you, your, your, your audience begins just to turn it off. They just like, yeah, I don't, I don't care anymore. But as you tell your story, share how you're helping, benefiting, strengthening the community and all those that you work with, that narrative is way more impactful, way more powerful than just trying to sell the product. So again, if you're being pressured from top down in your organization, share this with them. Have them reach out to me. I'd love to have this call. I'd love to have this, this little discussion with them because hopefully we can help them see the light and we can continue. We want to help marketing teams. That's what we're here for. Sometimes marketing teams thinks we're trying, we're trying to take their take their thunder. Now nah, we're trying to bolster. We're trying, we're trying to just put fuel on that fire for marketing teams and help them grow and help them expand and bring attention to what they're doing. So with that, guys, that is our brand and shred. And again, this can this comes from top down, whether you're an individual, small business, or Fortune 500 company, this plays for everybody. Think, start creating, start thinking of a marketing or start thinking of, of opportunities and content you can create to really engage, to build that trust and that respect with your audience. As you do so, those sales opportunities will come. So that's what I've got for you guys. I appreciate you hanging out with us. You can get a brand new episode of Brandon Shred every, every single week. And typically we do have a guest, but I was excited to do this one. I haven't done one by myself, but I'm really excited to be here doing a Brandon Shred just for you guys. And I know I did a lot of talking, but we're going to end as we always do. I always do the interview deck by our good friends at Pod Decks. This is not sponsored by them. Uh, I love to, of course, of course, plug them because it gives me fun opportunities and uh, fun discussion points and some fun little things to get to know me and my guests typically a little bit better, but you get to know Josh a little bit more today. So here is my random three cards. First card is... Would you travel to space if possible? But speaking of Elon Musk, uh, that's a fun one. Absolutely. If I got the opportunity to travel to space, I think that would be a lot of fun. I'm all about new journeys and adventures and uh, you know, braving the new frontier. I think space would be really cool. Would I live on Mars? I don't know. Maybe in the future. But would I travel to space if I got the opportunity? Absolutely. I think it'd be a ton of fun. And I know SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, like there are plenty of companies working on this. So uh, I think in the near future, what would you do? Comment below. I would love to hear. Would you travel to space? Is that something you'd want to do? Let me know. Uh, next question. What was the best present you ever received? Oh man, the best present I ever received. Um, I don't know if this is a present. This may come off as like, oh, of course you're gonna say that, but it's probably my kids. Like, I don't know if it's like an actual pre <coughs> excuse me, like an actual present, but it was for me. Like having kids uh with my beautiful wife, that was something that has changed my life. Kids are not easy, but that was one of those things. Like some people can't have kids, some people like they're they're not. Uh, blessed and fortunate to have kids. I think that was a present in my life uh, that that absolutely, yeah, just impacted and changed everything about it. If there would actually be it had to be a physical good, like what's a present that somebody actually gave you? Um, I don't even know. There's been a lot of really cool presents. Actually, like legitimately, it's probably my first fishing pole. I love to fish. I love to be outdoors. My parents gave me a fishing pole as a, as a little tiny kid. I have pictures of me with this little plastic fishing pole. I would probably say that was one of my top presents because that, that began to shape who I was, like the things I love to do outside. So it was probably my very first fishing pole uh, as, as probably what I would say, like one of my best presents ever. Uh, last but not, certainly not least, if you could install one piece of advice in a baby's mind, what advice? Dang, that played really well when I talked about the kids. And I did not plan. Again, these are all random. Um, what? So if you could install one piece of advice in a baby's mind, what advice would you give them um, that failing is okay? 
now let me explain like try like to to put yourself in uncomfortable situations like we've like we've been talking about is go out there and 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 try something new it's okay to fail it's okay to learn it's okay to become better but sometimes we as as parents we try to keep kids safe like oh you know play the safe route don't do this don't do this no 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 do, don't 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 even i'm still guilty of this but i love to push my kids and and to have them try new things and especially with my son right now it's okay to fail it's okay to do something and not quite succeed because now you've learned now you've become better now you've now you're becoming stronger. So I, I, that's one thing I would instill. And I try to instill with my kids quite often is like, it's okay to try and fail as long as you get back up. And as you keep, as, as you, as long as you don't quit or stop, we have a saying in our house, pits don't quit. We do not quit. It's okay to, like I said, to brush your, to fall, brush yourself, brush yourself off and get back up, but pits don't quit. So never quit. Just keep pushing. And that applies directly to what we're talking about today. Don't quit. Keep, keep going your marketing efforts. Uh, keep, singing this song, keep telling your organization that as you continue to create great content, as you continue to push forward, you will ultimately succeed. Your organization will succeed. Your brand, your marketing efforts, everything will come to fruition. You've just got to stay consistent with it. So with that, guys, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me today. I hope, oh, I hope and I, I would appreciate if you got something out of this episode, share it, like it, uh, subscribe to the channel below and share it. And like I said, share it with your organization, share it Let's, let's get people to talk about this. Let's get this marketing versus sales discussion out there so we can continue to drive and continue to succeed as an industry. With that, guys, as always, I appreciate you. I love you. Now it's time for all of you guys to go shred, go show up, hustle, repeat every day. See you guys. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Brandon Shred. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Be sure that you subscribe to the channel and to the podcast so you don't miss a single guest, a single weekly episode in regards to helping you build your personal brand. We look forward to seeing you guys next week right here on Brandon Shred. Shred.